you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, we'll go trick-or-treating down waiver wire lane on this Halloween Eve. Which free agents will be treats in your lineup and which are just mischief night tricks? Plus, don't think twice about starting these studs in Week 9. Our experts reveal the players they expect to put up scary good performances on Sunday. And eight weeks down, eight more to go in the fantasy season. We reveal the midseason fantasy MVP as voted on by the fans. NFL Fantasy Live starts right now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose, the most watched fantasy football show on television. Matt Money-Smith here with the Hoff, Michael Fabiano, our NFL senior fantasy analyst. Uh, in a minute, Molly, Akbar, Adam going to join us. But uh, remember, Fabs, we got a lot of questions. We got a lot of trades that are firing off. So I know that Twitter feed, I can just feel it. I can feel <laughs> the heat coming off of your Microsoft Surface right now. I assume that's the majority of your Twitter traffic right now is should I do this trade? Absolutely. There's a lot of trade questions, a lot of start sits as well. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. It's mischief night tonight. It is. Are you going to go out and cause a little mischief night? I am probably going to do nothing but just pray to the heavens that uh, Mark Ingram and Drew Brees do damage for me. <laughs> That's right, Akbar. <laughs> Damage for me. Big news out of the nation's capital. A source tells us, media insider Ian Rappaport, that Washington quarterback Robert Griffin III will start under center against the Vikings on Sunday. The decision was made after Griffin felt good in a full practice session Wednesday. What does all this mean for fantasy owners, Fab? I would certainly pick up RG3 off the waiver wire if you are hurting at the quarterback position, but I'm not playing him this week. Not against the Vikings, and you may laugh at that, but they've allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points to road quarterbacks this season, so pick him up, yeah. stash him on your back. And make sure you start Alfred Morris against that Vikings run defense. Definitely right? do that. <laughs> Elsewhere in the NFC East. Turns out the Cowboys have a quarterback uh, of their own that's on the men. Tony Romo told the media yesterday that if the decision to play through the back contusion he suffered on Monday night comes down to a matter of pain tolerance, 
we will be on the field in week nine, Tony and Romo. His head coach, Jason Garrett, says he's feeling better today, so we expect him to see uh, we expect to see him on the field Sunday, I should say. Is he worth the start against the Cardinals? Well, keep in mind you've got six teams off, and a lot of people were leaning on Tony Romo, and this is a good matchup. The Cardinals have allowed an average of almost 18 fantasy points per game to home quarterbacks. So if Romo is okay to play and you're really hurting at, at the position, I would play Romo, but it is a little bit of a roll of the dice because of yeah. that injury. Well, like you said, it's kind of hard when you don't really have a choice. But, right. you know, Patrick Peterson's reputation precedes him. That pass defense, like you said, it's not the good. The run defense has been so good that teams have to throw the ball against them. Uh, again, staying in the NFC East with the Giants and their injured running back Rashad Jennings. Head coach Tom Coughlin ruled Jennings out for the team's Monday night game. Today, uh, he is going to miss his third game now with a knee injury. So that puts rookie Andre Williams in line to start again. Now, Williams has not exactly lit the fantasy world on fire or the regular football world on fire as a starting back. So, do you play him against the Colts this week? If you have backfield depth, I keep him on my bench. Maybe you picked up Ronnie Hillman or Brandon Oliver. I like both of their matchups. But a lot of people, because of the six teams being off, are going to have to play Williams. But hopefully it's not more than a flex position because he has not done anything, as you mentioned. You are sensing the theme here. Six teams on a bye. Very yes, hard. We mentioning that a lot. Everybody is suffering. It's all right. You can feel good inserting some of these people into your starting lineups. In Tampa, running back Doug Martin did not practice today. But reports from Tampa says he did shed the walking boot that he was wearing earlier this week so if he's out or limited on Sunday should fantasy owners handcuff him with Bobby Rainey or Charles Sims I think Bobby Rainey is the immediate play if Doug Martin is out but long term watch out for Charles Sims the kid out of West Virginia exactly and take me home country roads he is a very versatile running back they like what he can do in the passing game and I think eventually he's going to take Doug Martin's spot and be the starter in Tampa Bay he is worth a speculative ad right now well uh take a guess why we mentioned well you know if you got the bye week and the six teams and yes Matt Forte with the Bills. And there's a lot of good players off this week. The Falcons wide receivers, the Lions, the Packers, Jordy Nelson and Eddie (laughs) Lacey on the same tape, and the Titans. Uh, Yeah, you know they do that after wins. Take me home country roads at West Virginia. Morgan's out. It's pretty great. The entire stadium singing at the same time. All right, we've got uh, plenty more tips for week nine just ahead, including some potential replacements if you're singing the bye week blues this week. But for now, we focus on the Thursday night matchup as the Saints go marching in to carry. Carolina. Going to throw down the field. Oh, what a grab by Benjamin. Three striking deep for the touchdown. Cam Newton on the quarterback. Touchdown, Carolina Panthers. The Saints may be football's ultimate driving machine. It's the flashy Saints and the towing package Panthers. This game needs no introduction. No, it doesn't, but I will introduce it anyway. Saints and Panthers in an NFC South showdown to get Week 9 started off right. Molly Karam here with my friends Adam Rank and Akbar Bajabiamil. Lots of fantasy points on the line in this one, guys. But the most intriguing position has to be a t- the tight ends from the fantasy perspective. And I happen to own both of them, Jimmy Graham sure. and Greg Olson. <laughs> now, I know if you own them, they are in your lineup. But here is what's concerning to me. The Saints have allowed the second fewest fantasy points and Carolina the sixth fewest. So what can we expect? 
from Jimmy Graham tonight? Well, I think you can expect a big game. And some of you guys are concerned because of the short turnaround, you know, about his shoulder and so on and so forth when it comes to Jimmy Graham. But this means he doubled up on his treatment. So health-wise, he's going to be fine. Production-wise, I think he's going to be even better because when I look at the tight end matchup in this matchup, I look at who he's going to most likely be going up against. And you look at the guys that is uh, their safety. Roman Harper is there. A.J. Klein. Those guys don't have the necessary skills to be able to stop Jimmy Graham. He's so big. It's like me posting up Adam Rank here. There's just no real leverage. Body-wise and weight-wise, he can use their body to manipulate wherever he wants. And that's where Drew Brees, when they come out with that high te- up-tempo offense, whoo, forget about it. Viva Loca. Is that true? Are you concerned about a matchup against Akbar? No. I, you know what? I have pretty good post moves for a guard. I believe it. But let's get into Greg Olson. Where does he rank amongst tight ends? I would put Olson somewhere right around the middle. Of course, you have guys like Jimmy Graham and Rob Gronkowski and JT who would slot ahead of him. I'd even throw Antonio Gates into that mix, too. And there's where you have to put Olsen in right after that. And you look at some of the matchups, he's not uh, hes not a guy that you can leave on your bench. I understand the Saints have been very tough on tight ends and specifically against Olsen is, in his career. But there are just not a lot of guys you're going to pick up and play ahead. What do you want to do, go pick up Lance Kendricks? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I had a humble brag one more time. Wait, wait, I also had Rob Gronkowski. If you have... Uh, uh, somebody, if you have Greg Olson going against uh-huh. me, play Lance Kendricks. Oh, okay. If you could. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, I heard. Jimmy Graham, heard, Rob yeah, Gronkowski, yeah, Greg yeah, Olson. Greg Olson's on the bench. I think the yeah. prompter's calling you. Oh, cool. Awesome. Hopefully I can read it. Lots more to cover in this one, but we will save it for later on in the show. Wow. Not distracting at all wow, as we here. lead into the pregame show. And remember, starting tonight, Thursday night, football exclusively here on NFL Network. And tonight, it's a clash, again, between two of the game's premier quarterbacks. Not just the Titans, Drew Brees and the explosive Saints offense take on Cam Newton and the Panthers. Football starts here. NFL Total Access kickoff starts at 6 p.m. with Saints-Panthers tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern only on NFL Network. Money, save us. Thank you, Molly. I will save you. Each week, our (laughs) very own, actually, he's the one that's going to save you, Michael Fabiano, because he picks out his starts and sits at each position. No question, Graham and Olsen are starts on Thursday Night Football. But what about the rest of the tight ends, Fab? Let's get a look. At your start and sit board, Antonio Gates. Oh, boy. Come the end of the season, he's going to be winning some sort of award, right? Comeback player of the year, yeah. potentially, because he has been great. Larry Donnell, good matchup against the Colts. Let's go down to the sit-ums and talk about Vernon Davis. We haven't talked about him a lot. You know why? He's been bad. He has been very bad. He's averaged 2.4 fantasy points in his last four games, Money 2.4. And he scored three fantasy points the last time he played the Rams, if you remember, on that Monday night football affair. The Rams have allowed the 10th fewest fantasy points to tight ends this season. What does this all mean? I know there's six teams on a bye, and I know the tight end position is thin. But how do you start Vernon Davis well, right now? I think this is a perfect example of uh, fool me once, shame on uh, you, fool me Four times? Won't get fooled again. (laughs) You don't play Vernon Davis until he proves you ought to put Vernon Davis in the lineup. Here we go. Your wide receivers, Fabs. T.Y. Hilton has been a hot stardom against the G-Men on Monday Night Football. I love DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Guys that I'm sitting, Julian Edelman, his targets have gone way down. Vincent Jackson, a bad matchup against Joe Hayden. And Cleveland, let's go back to the stardoms and Mike Wallace. Now, I know he didn't score a touchdown last week, but he has scored a receiving touchdown in three of his last four games. He is not putting up big yardage totals, but he's getting into the end zone. And touchdowns money are like gold in fantasy football. And listen to this stat, my friend. The Chargers have allowed 90 catches, an average of 277 receiving yards, and 10 touchdown catches 
in four road games this year. They're not good on the road against the pass. Start Mike Wallace. Yeah, that secondary is banged up, and that has been bad this season. Mike Wallace, a nice surprise this fantasy he season to the running backs. Is this where we remind everybody that there are six teams on a bye, so you do have some issues there? <laughs> well, you don't have to. I don't have to do it. You no, just, I just did it for did me. It. Ahmad Bradshaw in a revenge game against the G-Men stardom. Ronnie Melman against that bad Patriots run defense. But let's go down to the sit-ups. All right, Chris Ivory, I know he's been good lately. I'm sitting him. But Jarek McKinnon. Now, is it just me, or does everyone want Matt Asiata to be the starter again? Because Asiata was better as a fantasy player than McKinnon has been. He's only averaged 8.8 fantasy points in his last three games. He plays the Redskins this week. They've allowed the third fewest fantasy points to running backs this season, and they've also allowed just one rushing touchdown on the road. I know McKinnon is explosive, and he's got a ton of upside, but when you look at him versus Asiata from a fantasy perspective, Matt's been the better player, but McKinnon is now the starter. I'm still not playing him this week against the Redskins. Yeah, they got to take shots downfield, open up that offense a little bit so McKinnon can get some lanes to run through. Exactly. How about uh, the quarterbacks here, Fabs? Well, guys that I'm sitting, look at Joe Flacco and Eli Manning down there. Ben Roethlisberger, yes. Whoa. You don't need to get me a straight jacket. He's not playing the Colts again. It's not week eight. It's week nine against Baltimore. Quarterbacks to play Russell Wilson, Phillip Rivers. Well, let's talk about Alex Smith. How many teams are on a bye this week, Money? Six. Which means a lot of people need a quarterback, and Alex Smith is available in over 85% of NFL.com leagues. He's got a great matchup against the Jets. They've allowed more fantasy points to quarterbacks than any team in the NFL, including giving up over 26 to Kyle Orton last week. I mean, come on. They've given up 22 touchdown passes this season. That's five more yeah. than any other team that, in the league. Uh, that famous pass to uh, Sammy Watkins where he celebrated, that was a receiver, Salim Akeem, that was put in on the secondary because yes. it is so depleted trying to cover. And that would have been another touchdown yeah. that Orton would have scored. So For uh, more bad. of Michael Fabiano's favorite quarterbacks to start in Week 9 and more, you can catch Fab's Fantasy Spotlights exclusively on NFL Now. Visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for exclusive fantasy content specifically tailored to your fantasy teams. All right, who's the better start in fantasy? Russell Wilson against the... Or Andrew Luck against the Giants? Or what about Big Ben coming off his massive week? Don't ask Babs, he'll tell you not to. We're even helping a couple fans make their choice at quarterback this week. Plus, if you're licking your chops thinking about the Bengals matchup against the Jags, you just might want to temper expectations. We'll tell you why when NFL Fantasy Live continues. Friday, Ricky Williams was one of the most decorated college football players of all time, but he controversially left the NFL in his prime until his time away reignited his passion for the game. Ricky Williams of Football Life Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern only on NFL Network. Time for Everyday Performer presented by Bridgestone. Hello, everybody. And as you know, each week we're giving you folks a look at our locks of the week with our everyday performer at each position. These are guys you can count on with no hesitation for week nine. Adam, get us started with your lock of the week at the quarterback position. This one's pretty easy for me. I'm going to go ahead and say Andrew Luck, who has been quarterback. He's been one of the most consistent guys each and every week. It doesn't seem to matter the game either, whether they're in a close game or whether they're being blown out like they were last week against Pittsburgh. Andy Luck always seems to find his receiver, always seems to put up big points. And plus, he also has that ability to run the ball and also get you a couple extra points that way. So 
This one to me is pretty easy. Andrew Luck each and every week. He's on pace for 44 touchdowns this season. And what do you like for him today? 30 well, I do like, week. Yeah, there you go. 381 passing yards. Again, the running yards, three, three, 34, I should say. And uh, six receiving yards. I feel they're going to throw a pass to him this week. 33. That's a very specific projection, I Fantasy understand. Fantasy points. Yeah. I enjoy it. He's had 20-plus in seven of eight games. This just in, Andrew Luck is pretty good, pretty good, both in reality and fantasy. All right, Akbar, let's move to the running back position, and uh, your everyday performer is whom? It's Frank Gore. Frank Gore, he, his last game against the St. Louis Rams didn't look all that impressive, but when you think about Frank Gore and his ability to run, he's coming off of a bye week. I think he's going to be back to normal, but i tell you one thing. The Niners passing game got going in that St. Louis Rams game, and it really stifled him. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people on Twitter say, this is Frank Gore getting old. He's not old. Did you see what he did against the Eagles? Did you see what he did against the Kansas City Chiefs when he put up 100 rushing yards? I think he's going to do the same thing this week. This is a great play, and I think he's going to have an outstanding performance. 23.4 fantasy points. Yep, yep that's right. Yeah. He's always good at home, and he's always good against the Rams as well. So two reasons. To against like this the Rams, matchup. I want you to take a special note. He doesn't quite get to 100 yards, but he will get to 94 yards. They're going mm. to give him the ball a little I would bit in the passing game. Never guessed that you would have projected 94. 94. Yeah, I'm you watch. He's going to get to 94. He's going to give you 24 fantasy or close to 24 fantasy points. All right, Fabs. Let's move to the wide receiver position, and I understand you like Mr. Jeremy Macklin, who's it's had a breakout really season. Really hard not to like this guy at this but point, Jeremy the Macklin. Defense. Well, their their defense has not been good when mm. we're talking about wide receivers. And I really think that he's the most underrated wide receiver in fantasy football. Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones, these guys all drafted ahead of him. And Jeremy Macklin is leaving them in his fantasy dust. Six touchdowns this season. That's tied for third most among wide receivers. The Texans have allowed the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers this season at a clip of about 25 points per game. Macklin is a lock, must start every single week. As long as he's healthy, this guy's productive. Yeah, 10-plus targets in uh, six of his last seven. And here's your uh, projections here, 16.7 points. From a wide receiver? I like it. That is very good. And I will take it 107 yards and a touchdown, I'll take that all day long for my wide receiver, who you likely drafted as a two or a three. He's not producing like a one. Mm-hmm. That was Everyday Performer presented by Bridgestone. And when we think about great matchups like those, it's easy to find uh, the one in seven Jags and see who they're playing. This week, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. But, guys, before we jump on the Bengals bandwagon too fast, check out how the Jags defense is faring over the past month. You might be surprised. Taking a look at these numbers, this is September versus October. I mean, they've doubled their points per game. They're, look at the fantasy points per game, two to nine over the past month. So when you look at that, do you guys feel like the uh, Bengals, you should be a little concerned potentially playing them? I know a lot of people are looking at Red Dalton as somebody you can go out and play this week against the Jags. But really, when you look at what the Jags have been able to do against quarterbacks over the last couple of weeks, they've given up the least amount of fantasy points to quarterbacks over the last month. Brian Hoyer two weeks ago was a hot pickup. Ryan Tannehill, last week, hot pickup. Neither one of those guys performed well. So I look at Andy Dalton and I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is as great as everybody thinks it's going to be. That team in Duval County, Florida, is playing a lot better, at least defensively. So I, I wouldn't consider this an automatic must-start. I'm see, not buying. Oh, that I'm... was in Duval County. When they're at home, no question, they're better. On the road, 
not good. Yeah, and I like Andy Dalton. I like the Bengals. Yeah, I'm not buying it. And plus, they're playing against a Bengals team that's going to be getting A.J. Green back yes. as well. But when you look at the factors for a good defense, you want to look at pass defense. You want to look at pass breakups, interceptions, forced fumbles. And I know they lead in that department with the with the sacks. They're pretty high up there in the sacks. But all the other areas, they struggle as far as interceptions. So you need that to be able to get points. And, oh, by the way, start the Bengals defense this week. Only one team this year who has faced the Jaguars has failed to score double-digit fantasy points, and that was the Browns, and they scored eight last week. The Dolphins had 26. Blake Bortles is struggling right now. He's turning the ball over too much, and that is a great matchup for the Bengals. Dude. I see you're high on that, but one <laughs> thing I do want to point out with the Jags is one thing that is for sure, I understand differing opinions there, is that the Jags isn't a team that you look at and you just say, oh, I'm going to start my team against my quarterbacks, my uh, wide receivers, my running backs against them, and it's a no-brainer that it's a good matchup. Maybe at home. On the road, I still think it's a good matchup. We'll leave it there. Coming up, we unveil the last of our two midseason Fantasy Live Awards draft, bargain of the year, and fantasy MVP. See who the fans voted to take home the hardware. Plus, a spooky trip down waiver wire lane has plenty of Halloween tricks that could scare a fantasy owner silly. We'll help you pick out the treats that will get you a win in Week 9 when NFL Fantasy Live continues. All the buys in week nine have left many fantasy owners desperate for waiver wire pickups. Now we're on the haunt for players that are available in over 50% of NFL.com leagues. You see what I did there? Good job, son. Good nice, job. Nice hair there, buddy. Waiver wire lane, it can be a spooky place, so I'm here with my dad. Yeah, father. Okay, Akbar. Uh, to help me stay safe from waiver wire tricks and treats. Can you do that, dad? Yeah, let's right. go get some candy. All right, let's go get some candy. All right, come on, All right, come on now. So who do we have over here? Trick or treat! Hello! Hey, how you doing? Oh, hello! Hello! Awkward looking young boy. How are you? It's a costume. Ah, well, uh, I have some treats for you, All young right. man. Would you be interested in a tasty Martavis Bryant coming off a wildly spectacular, productive week behind Big Ben's arm? He is the tall drink of water that perfectly complements Antonio Brown. Ah, uh, sometimes he's okay. Other hey, times. Hey, hey, hush your mouth. Be grateful. Thank you. I also have another tall drink of water. I like Brandon this one, Dad. LaFell will be taking on the Denver Broncos this week. I keep moving him so it looks like he's running. Ooh, look at me, Tom Brady. I'm down the field. I'm a tall target in the red zone. Yeah, you like that as well? I don't know if that's what he sounds like, but I like All this right, one. There you go. I like that. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Sir. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank okay, you. Okay, see ya. Fist pound for yeah. the young guy okay, thingy. Pretty weird, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Let's, let's, go to this, let's go to this one here. Trick or treat! Hello. Oh wow! Hey! Wait, right. I think, wait, I think I was candy. supposed to have something. Sorry. Yeah. You know what? Sorry. Everybody came by Tuesday for candy. You're a little late. I thought he was going to give me a stapler. No, it's, oh. it's Halloween. Yeah, tomorrow, Tuesday, everybody comes up and pick. All we've got left, like all the kids cleaned me out on Tuesday, so I do have a little Allen Robinson here. One of the number one targets there in Duval County. Ooh, That's a good one. Oh, like look that. at this. I like that. We got, a, uh, we got a John Brown, too. He's a the most targeted guy there in Arizona. Carson Palmer seems to like him a ton. Enjoy all that. Here's a banana. Uh, actually, I'll take a, that one. He doesn't need that. It's too healthy. Okay. Thank you so Good much. Job. You're a yeah. great dad. Too healthy. I love that. Right, Can we go to this house now, Dad? Yeah, let's go. This is a nice looking door. All right. Who lives over here? Trick or treat. Hi, boys. Welcome. Hi. Do you like chocolate? Oh, I love chocolate. He's a boy. I'm a man. Oh, 
I couldn't tell by your receding hairline or your eyeliner. Oh. Do you, uh, here you go. We'll start with this. It's, so, it's, it's a costume. Oh, okay. The only way Ooh. to beat a Denver Peyton Manning-led offense is by what? Uh, let's running see. The running ball the ball. With running back Jonas Gray. Yeah. Averaging over five point yards per rush. I like that. Yeah? What do you think, good. Dad? Yeah, that's good. Not I didn't too get a bad, to see right? that candy. We've got to keep yeah. an eye on that one. Yeah. Okay, how about Niall Davis? He was good when Jamal well, Charles was hurt. Leading the team in targets and rush TDs? Really? Yeah, and he's going against the Jets. Ronnie Hillman ran all over them. Yeah. Brandon like, Oliver. You like him, That's good. That's good. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you very much. He's going to be gonna safe. Win, be Thank safe you. tonight. Let's go over here. This one's more interesting. Yeah. Okay. Just slipping candy in our buckets. Let's not see even. here. Let's go over here. Trick or treat! Hey, don't put a dent in my aluminum door, kid. Wait, I, I remember you from last year. You're you're Geno Smith. Uh, no, kid, no, we, we went to this last year. I'm not hey, Geno Smith. Can I get a selfie? Can I get I'm a not, selfie? I'm not Geno Smith. But no. you're wearing Jets gear. Look, you're you're Geno Smith. Look, look, I, I've had a rough week. All right, can we can we skip all this, all right, please? Well, you know what? Do you have any of those Michael Vick bars that they love so much in New York? <laughs> No. No? No, 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 no. But I do. I do have a Jason Morrow bar for Isn't you. That's your teammate? Oh, that's I, have a, okay. I have a Jason Morrow bar. Now, you know, every now and then it drops its flavor, but they've been plentiful the last couple of weeks, yeah. so that should kind of make up for it. So, yeah, try He's, one of his these. His locker is next year's, right, Gino? Try one of these. Uh, you know, and I've also got I've got a Denard Robinson bar. Ooh, this thing, ooh, has, this like thing has become that. very popular lately. It's uh, it's picking up. It's it's very tasty. It, uh, it does a lot. It, it's running well. It's selling well. I think you should go grab one of these, too. Shoelace. Wow, Absolutely. Shoelace. That's right. Gino. Cool. I'm going to I'm, uh, I'm go catch a movie. You guys, sorry you, know, you, got, you, sorry you got benched and all there, buddy. No, I told you, son. Uh, you got a lot of So let's see what we got here, Pop. This is healthy over here. Oh. You right, like that? Gonna... It's going to be hard for you to read prompter when you're eating a banana. Mm-hmm. So let's see here. All right, let's see what here. Are we, what do we not like in this? That's you know what? 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 what is this? Who is this? What is this? That's Jonas Gray. I don't know what that is. The Jonas Brothers? Uh, no, that's not good. Uh, I don't know about well, that one. What about this one here? Let's see here. You're taking all my chocolate. Look, look at this one. You like this one? Yeah. Nah, Jamal right. Charles is active I, I, right I, now, so. I can give you diabetes. All right, let's go. What about, uh, let's see here. Let's see, let's see what you got here. You like this one here? All right, here. I like, yeah, I like here, this one. one. What about this one here? John Brown. You like this one here? Yeah, yeah. He's too, all there. He's all there. Yeah, yeah, it's too much sugar, He's too much brown stuff. I don't like it. What is this here? Who is this? You like this one? Oh, give me Brent Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I like good, good, good. Like yeah. Rot your teeth, boy. Rot your teeth. Yeah. All right, what about this one here? You like this one? Alan, I like Alan Robinson. You like, okay, I like that, right, yeah. Right. What, what about this one here? You like that? Who is it? Oh, give you me like, that one too. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Oh. All right, what about this one? I am going to get cavities. Let me see this one here. Uh, Martavis Bryant? No. That's trash. That's too many calories. That's like getting a banana. Yeah. No, that's healthy. That's good. So let's take a look at which players were tricks and which players were treats from our little journey down waiver wire lane. Let's see here, Dad. Jason Morrow, Brandon LaFell, Allen Robinson, Denard Robinson. Look at I got all those chocolate bars right here. Yeah, look at that. I'm gonna get a stomachache yeah, later. You're gonna have you're gonna have a good time with Denard Robinson. The that's tricks. Gonna, that's, that's gonna give you a lot of sugar, a lot of boost, a lot of jiggles. You're gonna get a lot of wiggles in you. Martavis Bryant, Niall Davis, Jonas Gray, and John Brown. All tricks. And you know what's another trick? What's that? That fake hair on your head. No, this is my real hair, man. Let me talk about my hairline. Coming up, we're comparing Week 8's top performers to some guys with great matchups on Sunday. Who should you start this week? We'll tell you when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Coming up. 
Rob, if your starting quarterback is on a bye this week, all hope is not lost. We'll help you choose a replacement for this weekend and beyond. And the wide receiver position has become one of the most bountiful in all of fantasy football. Has the flex spot become more of a third wide receiver spot? Find out as our experts set two fans lineups. Plus, we're unveiling the winner of one of our most prestigious midseason awards. See which of these 11th round picks takes home the imaginary hardware. You know what it is, NFL Fantasy Live. Time now for Coaching Decisions presented by Lenovo. Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. Molly Karam alongside Akbar Bajabiamila and Michael Fabiano here with you now, helping you make the right coaching decisions for Week 9. We got Belichick over here. Who do you want to be? Uh, you know what? Give me old school. Marty Schottenheimer. Okay, and, and we got Marty over here. All right, <laughs> let's start with the wide receiver position here, Fabs. Who would you start, Larry Fitzgerald or... Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going with Hopkins here. You know what? Hopkins has been hot lately. In fact, he has 20 targets in his last two games, and he's got a great matchup against the Eagles. They've allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. They've also given up two-plus receiving touchdowns in six of seven games. So Hopkins is the clear choice, despite the fact that Larry Fitz had a huge game last week against who? The Eagles. So you like the matchup? Nice coaching move, Coach. You're okay with it? You're on board, Marty? I'm okay. Okay. Let's move on now to the quarterback position. Would you start Colin Kaepernick or Ben Roethlisberger? Now, we're not expecting Ben numbers the last week, 45 temper those expectations. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to go with, of course, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, they're going to look, and Jim Harbaugh and his mm-hmm. company, they're going to look to see what the Seattle Seahawks, they, what they did to the St. Louis Rams, and that was doing a lot of running. You saw Russell Wilson put up 100 yards. I think we're going to see the same thing out of Colin Kaepernick, and what makes him more dynamic is his ability, of course, to run. And when you look at what he's done, he's averaging 5.3 yards per rush this season. With his arm strength, that is going to be big time for Colin Kaepernick, their edge presence for the defensive Rams. They need help. And he's played against the uh, uh, Rams very well in the past. And, and put up good numbers. Yes. Very All good. right. Fabs, another quarterback question for you. Would you start Eli Manning or Andy Dalton? I'm going Dalton, and it's not because I had to wear that Eli Manning jersey yesterday. It made <laughs> me sick. But Andy Dalton is a guy who, if you look at his numbers recently, 17-plus fantasy points in three of his last four games. The Jaguars allowing an average of almost 19 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks on the road. At home, the Jaguars' defense is pretty good. On the road, not so much. I'm going Dalton over Eli, and I'm not doing it just because, for, uh, you know, I'm spiteful. I do think Dalton's the better play. Yeah, and the Colts' defense, except last week, has been playing very, really very well. And as far as the Jags, they're not the typical Jags. We just discussed that earlier, that they're they're not uh, what they have been in the past, anyone against the Jags, but you said here in this situation. We're going Dalton. Okay. Yeah. Akbar, which running back would you start, Denard Robinson or Lorenzo Talaferro? I like Shoelace. I like what Shoelace has done, but I don't really trust Shoelace. He's new at this position. I know he's put up back-to-back numbers, so I'm going to go with Low T. Low T, to me, he's going to get the opportunity to get those goal line carries. He's, he's a big thudder. And, of course, with the question mark with, of course, Justin Forsett, we'll see. It's unknown right now what's going to happen with him this week, but he's going to get a lot of carries regardless. He's going to pound the ground. He's such a physical runner that he can carry the load for the ball. Baltimore Ravens against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, and that Pittsburgh know. Steelers D2, a little shady looking. And that was coaching decisions presented by Lenovo. Now we hand it off to Matt and Adam. Guys. All right, thank you, Molly. Earlier this week, we asked fans to tweet us using the hashtag SetMyLineup. We picked out a couple of you in need of help. And remember, if you want your lineup set, just send us a picture of your complete roster at NFL Fantasy, and you might just see us help you out on the show. Rank, you're going to get us uh, going here with James 
on Brown. No, Jameson Brown. Jameson Brown. See what I did there? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, all right, I let's think, start with the quarterback position. I don't believe that Jameson needs any help. He's just trying to humble brag about his great roster. Yeah. But we'll go with Russell Wilson right there. I'm not going to chase the fantasy oh, points. Oh, not performance chasing, huh? No, no, no. What The thing with Russell, I know he's got an easy-ish matchup against the Raiders, but the running is always going to be something that puts him ahead for me. And, of course, we go to the running back yep. position. Jamal Charles. No-brainer. Le'Veon Bell. No this is brainer. probably part of the reason why I would not want to go with Ben Roethlisberger is because you're going to be playing too many Steelers already. Because as you see the receivers, Antonio Brown. Oh, boy. wonder if he's a Steelers fan. Mike, possibly. Mike Wallace. Okay. And now you know we what? get the to the uh, option, tight end well, position. The fl- well, the flex option is going to come down to Shane Vereen, Deshaun Jackson, Steve Smith. Okay. I'm going to go Triple S. He's going to go Triple S. So now yeah. you're in the same game. You're rooting just for a high-scoring well, you know affair. Why not? It happened last week. He's going to have a lot of fun on Sunday night. He's going to be rooting for both sides of the football. Right. The big question to me comes down to the tight ends, Dwayne Allen and Vernon Davis. I'm going to go with Dwayne Allen here. Vernon Davis, of course, is one of those guys who for us. years has been one of the top tight ends in fantasy football, but just has not been performing. Whereas Dwayne Allen has now kind of stumbled into that role as one of the top elite tight ends. So I'm going to go ahead and start him right there. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's much of a uh, debate here. When it comes to tight ends, it's the touchdowns. And when you're Dwayne Allen and you got touchdowns in uh, four of the last five weeks, that's really, you can't expect uh, yeah. to get huge yardage. It's the TD you're going for. All right, James on Brown, sometimes James called Jameson. Jameson. Right. <laughs> we will leave your team. And uh, I will go to team underscore pockets. Uh, and we have already set in the running backs because they already have uh, they already have two and only have two. So it's going to be Brandon. Oliver and Lamar Miller for the quarterback no-brainer likely going to be the top point producing quarterback this season Andrew Luck over Russell Wilson running yards be damned to the wide receiver position and this is well again slim pickings so I'll go Deshaun Jackson he's a number one one. yeah no question didn't need him but and um, boy I think uh, Landry Bryant Randall Terrence Williams we don't know the situation of quarterback in Dallas so I'm gonna go with the hot hand I will performance chase I like Martavis as a compliment to Antonio Brown because he is that tall drink of water that you get in the red zone and Big Ben certainly has proven that uh, Martavis has emerged as the number two instead of Marcus Wheaton so I'll take uh, that one there to the tight end position well obviously Antonio Gates I do believe he may end up as the top producing tight end this season he has not slowed down one bit so even though you got two charters I'm all right there and finally for the flex position hey boy uh, you know what I'm going to go SEC rookie wide receiver. It has been the year of the Wookiee Rife. Rookie. Wookiee as well. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., though. One thing I love about Beckham is his hands. That was one of his strengths. Not only a great athlete, super fast, running a sub-4440 at the combine, but you saw it right there. The hands. And when you get into the red zone, quarterbacks trust receivers that have steady hands. Odell Beckham has that, which is why, I guess, given... Again, a very tough decision. Ruben Randall been around Eli a little bit longer. I'm going to go with the ODB there for Team Pockets. All right, when we return, we'll lift the curtain on our final two midseason fantasy awards. Find out how these draft bargains have earned the right to become every week starters and if they'll keep it up. Plus, the granddaddy of all made-up midseason fantasy football awards, the fantasy MVP. Do not miss out on the award everybody's going to be talking about around the water cooler tomorrow. This, yeah, maybe, is NFL Fantasy Live. James. Welcome back to the NFL Fantasy Live Midseason Awards. Here to present the next award, Adam Rank and Akbar Bajabiamila. The Draft Bargain Award is given out each year to the player drafted in the eighth round or later 
who provides exemplary value to his fantasy teams. And these players were drafted as complimentary pieces and have become mainstay lineups across the world. Kind of like the way American Ninja Warrior went from filling time on the G4 network to primetime on NBC. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the nominees for midseason fantasy draft bargain are... Philip Rivers, 11th round. Philip Rivers, too good to be true. Touchdown, San Diego! Lamar Miller, 11th round. And touchdown, right up the middle, walked into the end zone, Lamar Miller. Jeremy Macklin, 11th round. He has Macklin. Touchdown, Jeremy Macklin. Well, here are the three guys nominated for the midseason fantasy draft bargain award. As you see right there, Philip Rivers, Lamar Miller, and Jeremy Macklin. Philip Rivers is somebody who's been near and dear to my fantasy heart because I drafted him in a number of different leagues and have paid and it's paid off quite handsomely. He's been one of the top quarterbacks and one of the most consistent quarterbacks in fantasy football. Although in week two, I will admit, I benched him against the Seahawks and yes. I have vowed to never do that again. Well, you know, and for me, you look at Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller has continued to produce and has put together a solid performance in Week 8 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. When you look at his production, he's rushed for 14 times for 76 yards, 78 yards uh, for 9.9 .9 fantasy points. And you look at his record, he's put up double-digit points in all but two games this year. This is the Lamar Miller we thought we were going to see a couple uh, last year, and he's done it this year. He's a guy that continues to impress. Jeremy Macklin, though, is somebody who stands out to me because a lot of people had concerns about him coming back from that devastating knee injury, but those concerns have been put to rest. Macklin has put together one of the best receiving seasons so far this season, and in fact, has kind of emerged, or not kind of, he has absolutely emerged as a number one receiver. So, Again, anybody who picked them up is definitely getting the uh, dividends for that. But, right. and the winner is of the NFL Fantasy Lives midseason right. draft bargain. Open it up. Oh, that was, that was, yeah, I probably should have, should have done that ahead of time, you would have thought. But can we, uh, no, no, we got it. There it is. Thank you, Akbar. Philip Rivers, 53% of the vote, unfortunately. Philip could not be here to accept this award tonight, but Akbar, what do you think of this choice? You know, I love this choice. He's a former teammate of mine, and so I will accept this honor on his behalf. Oh, please Phillip, do. I'll, I'll, I'll send it. it to your house. I'll walk it to your house. Okay. Yep. I think that's it for us. Okay, thank right. you. I think we need to All go. Right. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Here to announce the final award of the week, Mad Money Smith and Michael Fabiano. The Midseason Fantasy Football MVP Award is the most prestigious award given out each year by the voters on NFL.com and represents the pinnacle of fantasy performance through eight games. But the award is not given purely based on total fantasy points scored. In fact, three of the top four point scorers in fantasy football were not nominated by the committee. Instead, draft position, expert expectations, consistency, and a player's position are all factored into the decision. The nominees for Midseason Fantasy MVP are... DeMarco Murray. With anger and a purpose, DeMarco Murray. Andrew Luck. Andrew steps in, steps in, throws one over the middle. What a throw, what a catch. Matt Forte. Forte by the landing zone. Touchdown. Forte with the touchdown after the catch. And now we take a look at the numbers, total fantasy points. As we said, will not be the only consideration. So, Fabs, why don't you get us started? 
with DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray, to me, is the choice for MVP because not only is he leading all running backs in fantasy points, but he is also the only running back in the top five who is not a quarterback. This is a, the only player who is not a quarterback, and Murray has been putting up numbers each and every week. He's already broken a record, 100-plus rushing yards in eight straight games. Unbelievable. Well, I will uh, move to Andrew Locke in. Easy for me to say he has the most fantasy points this season. And it's not just that he has the most fantasy points, but you see the number. That's eight games worth. This is somebody on pace to score you 400 fantasy points this season. Quarterback, wide receiver, running back, doesn't matter. You win weeks and you win leagues by scoring points. And nobody has posted more than Andrew Luck. And it's not like he's just averaging 20 every week. There are some, as we like to say at NFL.com, kaboom, performances in there. 35 plus. He's only had less than 20 once of his eight games. He has been unbelievable. Another player who has been unbelievable, Matt Forte. He has 58 catches already as a running back, second in the entire National Football League among all players, not just runners. And Forte has been unbelievably consistent this season as well. He is a guy that if you drafted him with one of your first five picks, there's a good chance you are leading your division right now or at least eyeing a postseason berth. All right, those are nominees. And it is time now for the MVP the midseason MVP award winner, and it is, if it would ever get out of this get envelope, DeMarco Murray. With yeah. 68% of the Love vote. It. DeMarco also could not attend tonight, so Fabs, a Cowboys superfan, what do you think of the decision? I will definitely accept this award on yeah. his behalf, and this was the right call, because DeMarco, he wasn't a lock first-round pick. A lot of people thought that because of his injury history, he wasn't worth that first-round pick, but he's been better than every running back in the league yeah. after eight weeks. He's been unreal. Well, congratulations, DeMarco, on behalf of Fabs and me for your win season award. Tomorrow, NFL Fantasy Live breaks down the candidates for the MVP of the second half of the season and predicts who will take home the hardware when it's all said and done. More NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose next. Best moment of Fab's life. Time now for some fantasy feedback on NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. As we discovered here last week, Akbar's last name means big man come save me. And you certainly do fit that bill. So <laughs> as a big man who can help save some fantasy owners here in week nine, we asked them to send in some tweets and their urgent requests using the Twitter hashtag, as you see right here below. I can't see it, but I'm just trusting that it's there. Right, up first. Right there, big okay, there it is. Okay, I see it right there. Okay, up first, Mr. Fricky Fresh, who asks, do I start Welker this week against his former team? This must be 50 Cent or something, but whoever you are, let me tell you right now, no, you know, you don't start Wes Welker. No. Don't buy into the hype that he's going up against his old team and it's the New England Patriots and somehow Peyton Manning is looking for him. He's the fourth or fifth option. He doesn't have room. He doesn't fit into this offense like he used to. When you have Emmanuel Sanders balling out, Julius Thomas, you've got Demarius Thomas doing the thing. There's no room for him. And then, of course, you got Ronnie Hillman, who's being involved in the passing game as well. I say that this is a trap. Oh, Akbar. Poor Molly. She's going to be the one who benches Welker this week, starts Sanders, and then it's going to be Welker who has that big yeah, game. she's riding high anyway. Okay, up next, Mr. Max Muscarella, who wants to know which of these receivers he should start this week. Steve Smith Sr., okay. Brandon LaFell, 
or Doug Baldwin in a standard league? I like that Doug Baldwin going up against the Oakland Raiders, but I'm going to have to stick with Steve Smith going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We know that Big Ben had a historical night against uh, last week uh, but we, we all, against the Colts, but we also know that their defense gave up 34 points against the Colts, and so that's where Steve Smith was going to step up, and he's going to show out against this defense. This defense has not been good for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and when you look at big game opportunities, that's where Steve Smith thrives. He's going to get that ice-up sun type mentality. All right, great stuff, big man. Let's throw it over to Molly and Fabs for some more starts and sits. Thank you, big man. Thanks for saving us, Fabs. We already know what your last name means. And, yeah, Welker and Sanders, who do I start? Who do I sit? You I'm going to go with Sanders. Sanders but but I think Welker's a good sleeper this week. Right? I agree. Okay, but let's get to your starts and sits. You write a column every week. Taking a look here, we begin with the wide receivers, Fabs. Stardom, T.Y. Hilton, DeAndre Hopkins, James Cole will be very happy about that. Players to sit, Julian Edelman, where have his targets gone? Mm -hmm. And Vincent Jackson against Joe Hayden. But let's go back to the starts and Mike Wallace, who didn't score a touchdown last week. But you know what? We all have our bad days. He has a receiving touchdown in three of his last four games overall. And, Molly, listen to this stat. The Chargers have allowed 90 catches, an average of 277 receiving yards, and 10 touchdown catches in four road games this year. This game is being played in Miami. It's on the road for the Chargers. Start Mike Wallace. Yeah, the Chargers have been generous in the red zone. Absolutely. All right, moving on to the running backs now. Let's take a look at them. You've got, obviously, starting Ahmad Bradshaw, Ronnie Hillman, Alfred Morris, Brandon Oliver. I like that Brandon Oliver matchup. It's a very good one against Miami. 11 rushing touchdowns allowed in their last 11 home games. But let's go down to the sits. And with six teams off, it's hard to sit anybody who's have value. But Jarek McKinnon is someone I'm a little worried about this week. McKinnon is averaging just 8.8 fantasy points in his last three games. And the Redskins, boy, they've been good against the run, allowing the third fewest fantasy points to running backs this season. They've also allowed just one rushing touchdown on the road. I'm kind of pining for Matt Asiata to come back. He's been a better fantasy running back than McKinnon. First it was Cordero Patterson. That was your love in Minnesota. Don't remind me about that. My (laughs) heart is still broken. Now it's Matt Asiata. Yeah, 10-plus fantasy points just once in the last four weeks there. All right, taking a look at the quarterback position. We are starting Colin Kaepernick. We've talked about how great that matchup is. Phillip Rivers, Russell Wilson, we mentioned him as well. Oh, how Alex Smith. But let's focus here on Alex Smith, right? Let's do it because you've got a lot of people looking for a quarterback this Mm -hmm. week. Yeah, of course. And Alex Smith is on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues. I'm talking about 85% of leagues on NFL.com. And he's got a great matchup against the Jets. They have given up more fantasy points to quarterbacks than any team in the National Football League. 22 touchdown passes. It should have been 23 if Sammy Watkins didn't celebrate a little too early last week. That's five more than any other team in the league. I know Alex Smith is a roll of the dice, Mm -hmm. but if you need a quarterback this week, there isn't a better matchup for a QB in the entire league. That Jets defense, just three takeaways this season. No bueno. That is another great point. Good stuff, Fabs. Thank you. For more of Michael Fabiano's favorite quarterbacks to start and sit in Week 9 and more, you can catch Fabs Fantasy Spotlights exclusively on NFL Now. Just visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for exclusive fantasy content specifically tailored to your fantasy teams. Friday, we're helping fans avoid getting spooked by a bad matchup, Fabs. NFL Fantasy Live returns tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Now and 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Great stuff, Miles. They should join us. They absolutely should. Right? Halloween in the air. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.